0: Good morning! Welcome to another edition of Coffee Time with Retro Lag. I am your host, Mr. Retro to the Let's Go himself. Welcome to episode 14. 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, August 11th, 2020. Hopefully, you're listening to this on the podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, after the time of the recording. If you're watching this on stream, then I want to welcome you. It's Taco Tuesdays. More importantly than that, it's another day, another day for us to reset, recharge ourselves, re energize. If you're on your way to work, on your way to school, Hopefully, you'll stay for the duration of the show. Coffee Time with Retro Lag normally does not go longer than 30 to 60 minutes, but hopefully I give you energy and fuel for your day. Today's focus is a good one, the value, the values, and the topic is growth. The morning brew is Pete's Big Bang, coming to the end of that, just about finished with it. We'll talk about where we stand on our goals uh, tomorrow. Side note, I did work out yesterday at home. Have a great uh, cardio at home plan that doesn't require equipment. Relatively easy to do. Enjoyable. So let's jump into this thing. The focus is value. Now, it is broken down with a couple of definitions, both by noun and verb. The noun is, there's a couple of definitions the regard that something is held to deserve, the importance, worth, or usefulness of something. An example your support is of great value. Another definition for it a person's principles or standards of behavior, one's judgment of what is important in life. They internalize their parents' rules and values. The best example of this I can give is <coughs> excuse me. Is in the military, you internalize the army values: loyalty, duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, and personal courage, leadership always with the acronyms um the verb to value estimate estimate the monetary worth of something his estate was valued at 45000 i think this is detrimental to the existence of content creators because we are always analyzing our value and then the other verb definition Consider someone or something to be important or beneficial. Have a high opinion of. She had come to value her privacy and independence. So, why did I pick this? Because there's... If you ingest a lot of YouTube content like I do, you would know that there's a couple videos floating around about essentially streaming is your hobby not your future right that was a that was a reddit post and then Harris Heller made a video about you about it and said so we all have value right we all we all have potential to be great but just cuz you have potential doesn't mean you're going to be even if you're doing everything right and then Devin Nash said something along the lines of If you If you reap seeds in the winter time You will yield uh, no harvest Or some something along those lines So essentially If you're trying to plant seeds of, of success At the wrong time You're not going to get anywhere Right So The reason I said um, when we look at the verb definition estimate the monetary worth of something us as creators, we are always looking at that because I don't know about anybody else but I know several times a week, in days I'll see it on streamer, Twitter, Instagram uh, in discords, in, uh, on Facebook You'll see people question their relevancy. They're questioning their value. And to put it bluntly, your value as a streamer is what you put into it. So if you're following what the the norm was, which was play a game for X amount of hours, you'll see growth. And you're not seeing that. Or you saw growth, but then you hit a flat line and you're not going up or down anymore we're going up not really down um, then essentially you're estimating your value to be very low which is affecting your self-esteem and I think we need to get away from that we really need to look at what do we value You know what? so if we go back to the noun definition of value a person's principles or standards of behavior one's judgment of what is important in life what is important to you is streaming and being successful in streaming is it specifically streaming that you want to be successful at or is it content creation you want to be successful at because if that's where if that's what is important in your life that's what you hold value in then you need to strengthen those values you need to have initiative You know, you you have to you have to go above and beyond to improve your value. You cannot follow the status quo. It doesn't matter even myself. But that's why I chose to do things different. I yes, I I my values include more so than streaming. I have more value in in the success of my content creation than of actually streaming because I want to put it out there for the world to see it, to hear it, to absorb it and to appreciate it but where I hold more value is in my family where I hold more value is is integrity you know, those army values that I had you know, being loyal to those around me There's a lot of disloyalness within the industries that you're in, which creates superficial friendships because they're only out for their success. Well, they're primarily out for their success, not only out for their success. But that affects people's loyalties because the second somebody does something that another person doesn't agree with, then they're ousted. You know, they're kicked from communities. They're, quote, canceled. But in reality, they didn't get canceled. They just had a, a whole hate mob come and try to attack them. It, it, it dissipates. And then a few months later, that person or weeks later, that person is back to doing what they do. You know, but so I don't hold in terms of that. I have my values are set high for content creation. However, It's not the sole thing that I value. So it does impact me. What I hold more uh, value in is. Is connections. And maybe I shouldn't do that. uh, Because. It's detrimental to my success at some points. But I also tend to uh, be modest about things instead of being, uh, realistic. So what I mean is if you go to my, you go to any one of my socials and you look, the numbers are relatively low, but they're like that for a reason because I got tired of following people that it was just, it was just fluff. It, it was, there was no real connectivity, but the reality of it is, and I've, I've come to learn this is that you're not going to have a solid connection with everyone so that's fine you know but because I carry that along with my value which was loyalty it makes it harder for me to be accepting of of people that are coming in and trying to you know come into the circle so that makes it a challenge whereas as some people just you know connect with whoever Plus, I think there's other issues. I think I'm very socially awkward. I may not seem like I am, but a, a, again, a telltale sign of that is my lack of interaction with people, um, which I could talk about that for days. I'll, I'll finish up the summary of that thought, and then we'll continue on with what we're talking about. The reason for that is because for the longest time, I've always been a friend to somebody instead of them being a friend back to me. And that burnt a bridge with me you know and as I got older I became more abrasive not in the sense of I'm gonna treat you like like dirt when we interact but more so I'm not gonna go out of my way to try to befriend you because when I've done that in the past it got me really nowhere I was the one always reaching out to people I was the one always going out of my way to make sure that the time I interacted with somebody was enjoyable whereas it wasn't it wasn't reciprocated back towards me so so because of that it made me hesitant or abrasive to connecting with people you know um, and the reality is too is as, as I'm older you know I'm an older statesman so I don't really got time for uh, the, the butt kissing that goes on but again I hold those. The way I value friendship is right next to loyalty, which overall affects something we're going to talk about, which is growth. But not growth so much in the sense of content creation solely. So, um, but it affects that growth because at the end of the day, Retrolag is trying to be a a, a business, a a brand for, or I don't want to really say a brand. I just say a business. And the business of content creation, uh, providing shows, providing entertainment, uh, your source of media. So that doesn't grow if, you know, my values, my personal values are attached to that. So I think if you stay in content creation, you have to understand that and you have to be able to separate that your personal values from your business values. And that doesn't mean, hey, I'm going to be just a complete jerk and those are going to bleed into my business values because then you're going to see the outcome of that. I mean, look how many businesses, you know, are having to change logos because the reality is a long time ago they should have changed them, but their values were different at that time, you know, and, and nowadays... And not even nowadays, in, in the longest amount of time that equality has been in existence, they didn't change it because it was just it was their brand, quote, unquote, you know, where now it's like, no, society's saying, hey, no, you need to fix that. It's wrong. But That's a whole another topic for another another day. So, I mean, there's a lot of ways to look at value. So let's let's go into she had come to value her privacy and independence. Uh, the definition this is verb consider someone or something to be important or beneficial have a high opinion of. So when you value your privacy that's important to me, right? So that goes along the lines of what I was saying about my content creation. I value my my content quality. So I will not compromise my quality just to be accepted. So if I have to do something that is a break from the norm, then so be it. It is what it is. I mean, if you watch the Harris Heller video and you watch the Devin Nash video, they will tell you the days of streaming for hours and amassing a huge following are practically non-existent. Like it doesn't happen anymore. Like... You will grow, yes, that's a no-brainer, but like, the way the industry is shaped is because there's so much saturation, if you're set and you're stagnant at a certain point, pretty much the ceiling is only so high, so you have to do things that are different to be recognized. No, nobody's saying you can't play games. Nobody's saying you can't do shows. Nobody's saying you can't do the content that you do, but you have to be inventive and you have to be creative in the way that you do it. Harris Heller always says this thing that always sticks with me. When somebody says I'm doing everything I possibly can and nothing's happening. Are you really doing everything you possibly can? I can say I wrote it down yesterday. I wrote down everything that I'm not doing. Where's my notebook? I'm looking for my notebook. I can't find my notebook. In any case, I wrote it down, though. I'm not... I don't socialize enough. I don't... um, I don't... uh, I don't influence community growth within my Discord. I don't... I don't promote on multiple platforms. Uh, I don't promote in unique ways you know so there's things I don't do that could help me and even uh Rora Pickles said it you know she said I'm not like a super genius or anything I just did something that that worked which was she took clips and put captions on them and posted them to socials and you know had these takes on things and it gained traction and she blew up you know within a, within a year's time um so that's those are examples of doing everything that you can to grow uh, you know and that's which we're kind of bleeding into the topic a little bit but that's fine i think that's why these go so hand in hand um but i think let's get away from content creation for a minute and let's just talk about in general in life uh so your support is of great value. That's the, that's the example of the first definition, which was uh, the regard that something is held to deserve, the importance, worth, or usefulness of something. Your support is of great value. That's very important. People supporting you shows is the evidence we need that what we're doing is, is helping us achieve our success. Now, but we can't become so reliant on that because, again, that's detrimental to our success. Because if you do that, then it's like, well, without the support of my peers, without the support of my family and friends, then I feel like I'm doing this for nothing. But sometimes your family and friends are the ones that aren't going to support you because they may not understand it they it may not make sense to them. They may be more traditional. You gotta go out, get a nine to five, you gotta you got you know you gotta do backbreaking work so you get somewhere in life. You know, that's you, you family is number one taking care of them, but but everybody has a, a motive to gain the success they want so that way they can take care of themselves and their families or friends. So I think that's really that's really crucial. You know, you do want the support um of those around you your support is of great value but let's say it's it's a business, perhaps uh, the job you're working at, right A lot of times I think the people people get frustrated with work because they feel that they're 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 not held in a high value you know I'm I'm my output to what I'm doing is exponentially higher than somebody else yet, You hold more value in that person because that person, you know, kisses your butt or everybody is treated the same and it's the supervisor or manager or boss or CEO's way or no way instead of checking the pulse and the morale of the workers, you know, without that support, you have disgruntled workers. I mean, it's a very common thing in the military. And the military used to do these things called uh, sensing sessions where they basically wanted to get a sense of the climate of the, you know, of the workers, of the the company, of the unit, the organization. And you would always have people that were disgruntled. Well, you know, and and some units are definitely worse than others, but a lot of times it was this, this generic... Uh, standardized commentating which was oh, you know we should be able to get off early if there's nothing to do and uh, why do we got to do physical training as a unit it's like all these things that are standardized within the military you know you work from 6 30 to 1700 5 p.m. you uh, you do physical training PT as a unit because that's the way you did it in basic training you know, some units allow you to do it on your own. So a lot of these things people would say weren't really anything that really pointed out where the lack of support was coming from or where. Yeah. So when you so that that's just an example, though, uh, that's not really to talk about the issues of a unit. That's just showing where the lack of support was and why value is is important in, in a in a work environment. And uh, I'm sure there's many work environments like that. I mean, look at the look at the value that was placed in the creators of Mixer when they closed, and all the creators really leaned on this the Mixer staff and you know the the company for support. You know, like they they held value in that. But it wasn't reciprocated back to the creators. They're just worker bees. They're, you know, they're just, hey, one dies, another one pops up. But, but if you look at it from a business standpoint, monetarily, you go to the verb, estimate the monetary worth of something. The mixer value was not high. It wasn't, it wasn't bringing in the revenue it needed. So, you know, so there, there's a cause and effect of things sure when they started the business they they value their creators and and i'm sure they still did like you know um but in a business sense how we feel about you is not increasing our value as a company so you know but but those are all examples of 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 value so what what do you value is it the amount of people that know you is it the quality of the work that you do the quality of the content that you do is it the support you get from others what do you value how do you increase value so if we look at the definition a person's principles or standards of behavior one's judgment of what is important in life they internalize their parents rules and values i look at these as morals and ethics right how do you increase the importance of those things the importance of leadership the importance of initiative the importance of respect Well, in order to increase the respect of something, you have to understand what respect really is. In order to understand or increase the importance of initiative, you have to understand what initiative is. And then once you understand what something is, you have to figure out a way to implement it incrementally into your everyday in order to increase the value of it. Here's a great example. When I joined the military, right, I understood what loyalty, duty, respect, uh, selfless service, honor, integrity, personal courage. For me, the highest value, they ask you, what, what do you think the most important value is? Um, and I would say loyalty, right? And there, there's really no wrong answer, but it was always honor. And uh, honor because... When you honor something, you value it. You value it so much that it's almost like you you will defend you will defend that honor because it, it, it's of high value. Like your honor. If somebody, you know, this is a far extreme situation, but if somebody walked up and slapped somebody you knew or you right off the hand you say that's disrespect, but it affects your pride and your honor. You will not disgrace my honor because I am I consider myself, my value as a human being very high. But if you respect somebody you hold their val their honor just as high, right? So that's what they would say. It was always honor. But the one that was always lower was Respect, Because the way I looked at it, it wasn't like I disrespected people. <clears throat> but with me, respect has always been, if you want respect, you got to earn it. Kind of like what Tupac said in Juice. If you ain't never watched the movie Juice, you need to go check it out. It's a great movie. Um, but that's what exactly what he said. If you want respect, you got to earn it. That's how I always used to look at it. But that's not the case. That's not always the case. Because there's different types of respect. There's respect by way of position. By way of authority. And I'm not talking about like solely about police or military authority. I'm talking about an example of you have a supervisor. You have a CEO of a company. By, by, by virtue of position you you respect that person you respect the position the person may be a horrible individual it may come out that you know they just do very bad things but you respect the position you see so you respect the authority but i didn't understand that i always looked at people so but as i grew in my career my understanding of respect increased Because when I became a a non-commissioned officer, a sergeant, you know, I have stripes, I'm in a leadership position, it's detrimental to not just me, but the military and the structure and, you know, uh, the chain of command, the NCO support channel that your soldiers respect you. They have to respect you as a leader. They have to respect you as a non-commissioned officer. then you then you grow and you learn that, yeah, sometimes people are going to be going to be just crappy people. But if they're in a position of authority, you have to respect the position. That doesn't mean you can't address the things that you that you don't respect about the person in a tactful way. It just meant you had to respect that position. So I started to understand that that's the whole point of what I'm saying. As I grew, I understand that as I gained experience, I started to understand the value of respect. So my my value of respect increased. That value increased. So that's what I'm saying. You you may not have the understanding of something now or the experience with something now, but you can always learn it and you can always increase your your You can always increase that value and when you do that then that's how you can put it into practice so this let's go back to content creation for a minute so when we hold our value as content creators like as number one a lot of times and it's based off the support really if you look at it it's based off the support we get From our peers and from viewers and from even uh, people that we look at as influencers to us. You know, as um, uh, mentors, you know, we value that when we put that in the forefront, we have to increase our understanding, though, of what's important to us. Is it is it is it their support that we hold a higher value on? Or is it what I believe in as a person that's more important? What I be, what I want my brand or my business to be recognized as? And for me, it's always been the content. Giving you a variety of content to be able to enjoy and that entertains you. That's what's of value to retro lag. It doesn't matter... What my personal values are. I have to strip that away. And then if there is a a decrease in the support or the success of my business, I need to strip away how that makes me feel internally and look at it from the business standpoint. What am I not doing? What can I do to improve? Am I following the status quo? Or am I deciding to change it to be different which may initially negatively affect it but may increase the potential for growth? And am I promoting it in a way to get eyeballs on it for me to grow? That's how I look at value now as a content creator. Your value is, is, and it's not what you want it to be, you know, it's, You can have the values of your business as this is what our values are. Great. But that's not going to solely lead you, lead me to the promised land. But understanding that will enable us to be that much stronger in our approach, in our promotion, in our marketing uh, to get there. So I think we've knocked out value. Let me take a sip of this fine coffee that I'm drinking. By the way, I also forgot to say I added a half a tablespoon of um, MCT oil. Multi-chain triglycerides, Coconut oil. Hmm. I did a tablespoon the other day and that was a bad idea. So, let's switch gears into growth growth i think it actually is just a great segue because growth we grow as as people you know (laughs) number one we grow older (laughs) but on the surface you know that may seem like man i grow older i'm not as sharp as i was which is not actually true if you really think about it We're not young and spry like you know we used to be and running around and but all that was is our bodies were were just young. You know, it's like buying it's like buying a brand new car. You know, the new car is shiny, it's clean, has that fresh new car smell, low mileage, has no engine problems. Um but Humans are no different than vehicles. You you know you have to put maintenance in on your vehicle to keep it running good. You want to keep the mileage low. Take care of it. You know you want to you want to clean it. Uh, you know you you. The difference is, but and and metaphorically, you can trade in your your car, your your body. So if I'm in a state of, I got dad bod right now, I'm skinny fat, I want to trade this in for chiseled, you know, chiseled physique, 40 year old chisel physique. You know, that's that's what I want. Um, But I have to, you know, I have to put in the I have to put in the work. But that's but that that's what growth is. Growing to accept and understand things, but also growing in understanding your knowledge and abilities on methods to change things for the better. I used to, when I was a kid, love reading, used to love reading. And as I got older, I got further and further away from reading actual, just sitting down, reading a good book and occasionally I would when I went to Afghanistan I was on the night shift and I used to read a lot I read a lot of books then I came back home and I didn't read so much and I wasn't reading actual hard copy books I was reading ebooks. so I had them on my nook and I would just lay in bed and just read just read 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 well quite a few years passed didn't read as much I got tons of books though And I actually am reading a book right now. haven't read in a few days, though. But I started to really get into audiobooks. And at first, it started with self-help books. Like, that's kind of what I was listening to. And I was listening to books that were shorter. You know, definitely much shorter. I would even do that with regular books, too. Um, You know, find a book that isn't too long... That I can knock out pretty quick. And I'm learning about a multitude of things. So that was kind of the same thing with audiobooks. Wasn't too long. Was interesting. And then I started to scratch deeper and deeper. Into. You know. Good books. And I've listened to a lot of books. Um, so that. That love that I had. For reading. That once. Kind of faded out. It grew back into one of my favorite things to do, ingest audiobooks, which has now grown my desire to read paperback and hard uh, hardcover books again. So, you know, that's that's an example of growth within me. Even working out yesterday. I should have woke up at 5 a.m. and went to the gym and ran my route that I normally run. But I just wanted to sleep. But I, I I, took the initiative. My initiative has grown again to do things that I set out to do. I looked for a cardio workout. Knocked it out later in the afternoon. And it was about 20 minutes of just hard cardio just intense cardio in the house. No no weights, no no going outside, nothing. It was just stuff I could do inside the house in my room, knocked it out, got a good sweat going, freaking was exhausted and you know, so that was an example of my initiative growing again. So just cuz something fades out doesn't mean it can't the it can't grow back into something that is fruitful you just have to have the desire to do it and that's even that's growth there if we're always making excuses about something and we never take the time to put our foot down and say no I'm going to follow through with at least one thing then we will never grow doesn't matter what age you are. Oh, I'm too old for that. No, that's just your brain telling you that. No, nobody's saying at, you know, whatever age you pick a number that you can't go out and do something that you want to do. My best example of that is look at any of these big marathons and you will see people of all ages, shapes, and sizes. It does not matter. So that's my point. If we go back to content creation, we get so wrapped up with this I'm going to use the everybody's favorite words, we normalize admitting to the obstacle uh, admitting the obstacle in our path and accepting it. Accepting the obstacle because if you don't do that then you're victim shaming. No. You're choosing to let this obstacle that is only blocking your path. It is not stopping you. It is not stopping you. You're choosing to let it stop you and you're choosing to vocalize that and accept that. That is what has been normalized in our society. And as content creators, that is detrimental to your value, to your growth. I, I had to put a stop to doing that because I would feed into it. I would feed the beast. So I had to get away from that. And I'm not saying there aren't people out there with legitimate problems because there are. But if we put ourselves on the same playing field of those people that have... Legitimate, genuine issues, and that's their way of re- releasing some of that stress and releasing some of that depression and anxiety, then I'm all for it. But if we hold ourselves on the same playing field as them and our problems are not equal to that, we need to stop that. We need to grow the knowledge of self and of resilience. Of being able to bounce back and being able to be flexible and elastic to get past these obstacles. Breach that obstacle. Get past through that. Just in doing that alone, you will grow exponentially. Growth. So let's... Uh, I really don't have anything to talk about in terms of content creation and growing. I would just say no one is going to grow you. No one is going to grow you. It is my job to grow. If I have a store and I sell products in that store. Just because I put a store up doesn't mean it's going to grow. My customers that walk into my store, it's not their job to grow my store. It's my job to grow my store. Hey, don't forget to tell your friends about the store. We got specials coming up this Friday. It's my job to promote my store. Cold call. Run promotions. Collaborations. Commercials. <clears throat> that's how you grow. That's all I can say. Like, that's how I grow. That's how I I, I plan to grow. Doing the things I don't do. Because if, if I answer the question, Am I doing everything I can, the answer is no. So and the reason why I'm choosing not to say too much about content creation is because there, there, I feel like this has been beaten so much. This topic has been discussed so much. But this, this part that there's nothing really to talk about except doing it. Just do it. Just do things and reevaluate and reanalyze and... But do them because you want to do them as well. If you're doing something because you feel it's necessary, but you don't really want to do it, then stop doing it. I don't, I don't stream hours a day anymore. I don't do it because I don't want to do it. I don't want to sit and just, like, I want to play my games. But I found another way to do that. I found a new interesting way to do that. I play my games on Saturday. Now, don't get it twisted though. I I am reintroducing gameplay back into my my content week of broadcasts, you know, of shows, of programming. But it's did it's done in a different way. For example, Monday, Retro Plays Retro. It's about a 1-hour show. And I play a retro game. Yesterday I played NES. I played 8Eyes. Um, didn't need to make it longer or shorter. A one hour it, one hour will suffice. There's no webcam. Um, alerts are turned off. I see notifications and I, I appreciate them. I acknowledge them. But it's to scratch that retro itch. And people like watching retro games. And it's not like, you know, some people have built their their channels on that. I, I'm going to start a game. I'm going to finish a game. And people watch those games. But you always see it. It doesn't matter how big or small the people are. Now, the bigger they are, obviously, they're established, their baseline is established of, you know, their viewership. Th- their viewers. You see what I'm saying? Their viewers. Um So that's no different than like Food Network. They have a baseline of viewers that they have. Boom. So that's what those people are when they broadcast. But for your mid to to small streamers, you may have an increase, an influx of people viewing the game. But the second you switch to a different game, that baseline viewership decreases. And then obviously you're going to co- you have the people that come and go because they know you. Hey, what's up? How you doing? You know, and they may stay a while because they like the game or they maybe haven't talked to you in a long time. And then they roll out. And you you have you have your faithful viewers, you know, that that come in and I've talked about this on a previous episode, so I won't go into detail about viewership, community, all that. I I've I've, di- I've discussed it already though. Um but, but it changes. So really, it doesn't matter. It, it, it doesn't matter what you play. In this day and age, what Devin Nash and Harris Seller were kind of talking about is it's a lot harder to pick one specific thing and say, this is what I'm going to do and I'm going to grow and go from 0 to 400 overnight. It, it's not going to happen. Grinding for... More hours is not going to change anything because of the fact that the the game is just too saturated nowadays. The industry, when I say game, is too saturated nowadays. So why not change it up? Change the variables up. Sure, I'm playing retro games. I play them on Monday. Retro plays retro. That's the show. You can check it out. 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. or excuse me, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on uh, twitch.tv slash retro r-e-t-r-zero l-a g. You know, that's where you can watch retro games. Tuesdays, with the exception of this week, is Conspiracy Corner. It's a show dedicated to conspiracy theories, uh, the mafia, and unsolved mysteries. I wanna I wanna pay homage to uh Harry Horror Show. He that's his whole thing is true crime, conspiracies, paranormal. Me it's really rooted into conspiracies. But there's a different take on it. A little bit different. Um, but that's when you can catch that show. Be an hour. Maybe hour and a half at the most. Every every Tuesday. Again with the exception of this week. Because trying to, trying to finalize the first episode. Um, Wednesdays I got something else lined up. Thursdays clip it. Where think of America's funniest videos. But you know it's. Taking clips of random streamers and or streamers that I like and showcasing them. You know, those are different examples of shows. I'm still I'm still streaming. I'm still giving you content, but I'm delivering it in a way where I'm broadcasting. Programming new new ideas, new shows. I've seen other people do certain things about this like this. They do one or two, um, one or two things, but that's the thing. If you don't do it in a frequency that is predictable and where it, it can get eyeballs on it, then you're not going to see that growth, but it also trans a lot, a lot of this stuff transfers over to YouTube as well. Got tons of YouTube content you can ingest. I got podcast episodes you can ingest. Uh, I'm starting to put different content on my Twitter, do certain things on Instagram. So there's a, a a variety of areas where my content is. So that's growth. In 2020, That's that's how you grow. But again, I got to do the things I don't do. We are at the 50-minute mark. I think we are just about wrapped up for today. I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, I'm going to leave you with this. Understand what your values are. Estimate what your value is. What do you hold near and dear to your heart? and how do you want to increase the value of one thing and decrease the value of another because maybe there's something you hold more valuable than you should and it's affecting the value of this additionally to that look at ways you want to grow not not as a creator just as a person just as an individual i'd love to hear what you come up with you can always uh tweet me you can always leave a comment here you can check the discord out too uh exclamation point secret uh that's the discord let's see it might not hmm didn't pop up oh i know why i didn't turn off the i didn't turn on the Um, i didn't turn on the chat bot i apologize in any case i will see y'all tomorrow uh for another episode of coffee time of retro lag yeah that's all i gotta say make sure y'all check it out check it uh check the podcast out spotify apple podcast google podcast and i will talk to y'all later all right PEACE!